Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Random. Berto Willis, the host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. I hope I get a whole lot of info from you guys because, you know what, I only have two videos to show. Actually, three, vi- actually four videos. What am I saying? I'm bringing one from the website that I, I think is going to form part of the message today. Welcome aboard those of you that are already here. Michael Rutnin, Georgia, Nevada, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania are still in play. I'm not sure about North Carolina, Michael. I know Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and uh, Arizona. I'm not sure about North Carolina. But uh, with most of the remaining tally coming from urban male votes, which are prominently blue if Biden gets any one of the four still in play, he reaches 270 and wins. Ah, you're assuming that because Arizona has been called already. I am not sure about Arizona, to tell you the truth, even though it's been called because, again, the votes that are coming in, I'm a bit hazy about that. So let's see. Trump leads by a somewhat larger margin in North Carolina and Pennsylvania, so there's a lower chance of those two states flipping blue, even as the absentee vote stream in both cities to be counted. P.S. I'm looking forward to seeing how big the gap is between the electoral college vote and popular vote. Actually, Biden has more uh, faith in Pennsylvania than in any other one of them based on the trajectory of the polling. Okay, Berto, please read this one in full. Okay, the bad news come with Congress. As when Biden wins a narrow margin, he does so without a mandate. A vote, as both houses of Congress will be split by nearly 50-50, our nation will go back to the status quo, neoliberalism, corporatism at a time when the wealth gap is bad as the gilded age and, and last few years for action on global warming slip away. It seems as though nearly half the country doesn't view what Trump and the Republicans have done over the last four years as being morally repugnant. It will come to the people. Uh, it will come to the people to rally for change. Campaigns for multi-million signature petitions, huge nationwide rallies, and community organizing are next. I hope those are your words, Michael. And the reason I hope those are your words is those are the words I want to hear from every single activist out there because your analysis is perfect. We've lost, we have actually lost house races from good, good Democrats. We've also not brought the Senate with new progressives. And yes, Biden, in fact, himself is a neoliberal. We understand that. We knew that when we started supporting him. So what you were saying is prescient and what we need is a groundswell of grassroots activism. So what you have articulated there, Michael Rodnin, is perfect. What we have to do, and that's what our platform here, Politics Done Right and others, that is our job, right? And notice over the years, I've been saying that we have not been complete in our job. We have somewhat failed in our job because that 50% that you're talking about isn't all bad. They are just eating the they're just eating the, the data, they're eating the cake that's been given to them that believe the way things are, the way they should be, are the only way they can be, and it is our job to make that different. So, absolutely, yes, I'm glad to see, Rudnin, that those are your words, especially coming from a young, young, progressive millennial. I love to hear it that way because you guys are going to change the world. You're going to force all these older folks and to, to stop. And you're the ones who are going to have to go into those 
communities that have been misinformed royally. You know, I get into trouble a whole lot when I talk about approaching the Trump voter and talking to the Trump voter. In fact, the book that you see on the screen is what I wrote. It's worth it. It's really worth engaging all these people because what you're saying there, Mike, uh, Michael Rudnan, is a, is a reality that progressives have to live with and our only allies are not going to be those who are sold on neoliberalism because it does them well. It's going to be those who are aggrieved, some of them not knowing that it is the same people that they're putting in office who are creating their pain. That is the open door for us to go into those people, including the Trump supporters, including the people many of us like to hate. I don't. Because we are on in the, we are in the same boat. We are in the same sinking boat. What amazed me from the exit polls was when the exit poll says 52% of Americans thought they were better off now than four years ago. That is a psychological problem. It, even if you think your salary was somewhat marginally higher, to understand the totality of the society and what your costs within that society and somehow being better than four years ago, not understanding that all the environmental issues that, that under Trump, all the healthcare issues under Trump, all these other things that will materially affect you and your pocketbook that you don't see that as a part of your personal economy, that's a psychological issue that they have been great into portraying into most people to let them believe that somehow things are okay. So sorry for going off on that one from you, Michael Rudnan, but you hit the nail on the head and you also point out the work that we have left to do. Notice in, in several of the newsletters that I've been sending out over the last several weeks, I've been saying winning is only the beginning. Winning is only the beginning, but messaging and much more comes later. And let me explain to you why. And I'm going to get to the other messages as I go down, folks. But, but Michael opened the program perfectly. Let me go to some other messaging that, that, that are corollary to what you're saying here. We take a look at what has happened to the Latino vote several parts of the country. We take a look at what has happened to the black men vote over several areas of the country. What has happened is these charlatanes, these crooks, these neoliberal-leaning crooks were able to convince people that somehow, somehow, what progressives have to offer you is a hindrance to your business, is a hindrance to your success, is a hindrance to your masculinity, is a hindrance to all these things. These, were messages, these people were directly messaged to. And that is... All of those things we have to counteract with the work that we are doing. And that is, that's why you see me write a lot. That, we, don't only do a, a, we don't only do this one hour a day. It's about writing. It's about populating the internet. It's about meeting people. It's about talking to people. It's about going ahead and doing all these things because that is what's going to take. They have the money to do what they did. Trump, in as much as he was broke... All of his side organizations were there. They had directed messages in Miami, directed messages in the black community. They put black men against uh, immigrants because they are coming to take what is rightfully yours. They took uh, the, the Latinos and used the socialism trope on Venezuelans, 
Cubans and others. They segmented their message. And what we have, though, is a totality of a message we can tell. We have to learn to tell that message, to overtake that crookedness in selective messaging that lies to people when look at it in the total thing. Okay, let's see. Michael says, conservatives, uh, conservatives want to stop the count where they are ahead while, con- <laughs> yeah, this, we know, while continuing where they're behind. Yeah, we know that. Hey, Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. Michael Rodden, welcome aboard. Trump leads North Carolina by 80,000 votes with 6% remaining. Yeah, but I don't think that is catchable. Maybe I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong. I'm not counting on North Carolina. Bruce, Georgia will be expensive. Georgia will be a win. Roberto Lewis, I don't believe any of those numbers until it finally counts. I hear you. I hear you. And I think you're talking about mostly Pennsylvania as far as whether we're really going to win Pennsylvania or not. I am with you. It seems like the numbers continue to uh, close in. We'll see. We'll see. I have the, the news on on the other side. Uh, Robert, Roberto, yes, you're right, Roberto. And Michael confirms that the message he wrote on top was his message. Thank you and present to you, my brother, Michael Rodney. Roberto Lewis, welcome aboard. Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP replying to Bruce. Expensive? Bruce, I think you better answer what Bridge is asking you. Lawrence Sims, welcome aboard. Uh, let's see. No blue wave this year. Nope, no blue wave this year. And... There's a there, there's a thing that I have a link on that. There's a video that's going to talk about that on uh, about the blue wave, uh, but just barely. Democrats will eke out a win, but just barely. True. Michael Rudnin, 45. I'm not that young. Michael Rudnin, 45. You're still young, but damn, I thought you were like 35. So I, I missed you by 10. I have to kind of water the, the voice. I missed you by 10. The duck that quacks. Welcome aboard. The duck that quacks. I just, anytime, anytime I read that, I get a smile on. The duck that quacks. There, there you go. I voted for Biden because Bernie said to. My husband is Bernie. Oh, you are a woman, the duck that quacks. Okay. My husband is Bernie. He would beat Trumpolini by 10 million votes. But who would have chosen for, who would he have chosen for VP? I don't know. And you know what? How I coulda, woulda, shoulda, I don't know. I, it's above my pay grade. Um, I thought, I really thought uh, the messaging from, from um, Bernie would have done it as well. But then I had to sit back and watch some of the people who are now supporting Biden, including all the Republicans that came to really give other Republicans permission to vote for Biden. And I wonder if we, if we, if we cut those who got permission to vo- those Republicans who got permission to vote for Biden against all of those who would fall for the false communism message. Would it be a wash? I don't know. I don't know, but we'll see. Uh, the duck that quack says, damn, spell check. My guy is Bernie. I'm not married. <laughs> okay. I got it. I got it. Nanette Bird-Smith, welcome aboard. Nanette says, a win is a win and start of unity. Unity, girl. Unity. Bridge MCP. Hello, duck. Dan, man, uh, let's see, Nanette Bird-Smith says, people don't realize they will be given those tax breaks back. For the, wait, the middle class, the few dollars that they got, they will pay more in health care. They will pay more. And you know what? It's not all, not all that many that got it, Nanette. Not all that many that got it. I hope so. After the show, please give this a watch. What is that? I'll look at it later. My friend Michael Rennan says, no worries. Thanks for reading out my long comment in full. 
Look, I, like, like I said, the direction of politics done right is driven by you all. It's your program. And, you know, you have a lot of people that say that and, you know, it's sort of cliche and it sounds cool that the host says, hey, this program is yours and all of that. For all of you who've been with me for a long time, you know that it ain't cliche here. This program is really yours. You tell me something or you give me a kick and say, hey, I really want you to touch this or damn it, Egberto, you didn't cover that. You know I'm going to come back and talk to you. I talk to all my folk, both online and sometimes when you get me on the side. Anyhow, Norman Reynolds, Egberto et al. Let us not go down the road that both sides are just as bad. We are in a state of existential crisis with one side while with the other we push for a change. Norman, Norman, my brother, if that is what you heard of me uh, doing some sort of a relativism as far as both sides are bad, that is not what I am saying in the least at all. So if that is what you heard out of my voice or if anybody else heard that out of my voice, forgive me because that is not what I'm trying to say. I am saying, no, we, are, we know that we are on the right side and we can prove that we are on the right side. It is how do we communicate that with respect honor, and dignity to the other side because they themselves are in the same boat with us. They have just been convinced psychologically that they're not. One of the tenets in my book that I hope to portray to some people is that let's talk to them. It's worth it. And that's why I wrote this thing. It's worth it. And I know a lot of you can't do it. Those of you who can't do it, don't. Those of you who cannot do it, don't. We love you anyway. Not everybody needs to be able to put up with all the crap. Sometimes you have to say, I just want to sit back and take it easy. I don't want to have to convince somebody that is, that is in your opinion, is just a damn fool. You don't want to have to convince them. You don't want to have to invest your energy in them. I understand that. But some of us have to do the work. I volunteer. And many others have. Some of us have to do the work. We are only going to be successful if the masses really get the job done. And like I've always said, 50 plus 1 ain't enough. 50 plus 1 is not enough. And the bad thing about, let's say, even the Democratic Party in Congress is that we don't even have 50 plus 1. Because many of our Democrats themselves are strong neoliberals. So we have a lot of work to do. This has to be grassroots mass movement. We have to force and effect change. We can't think these guys are going to go up there and do it for us. So that is my whole stilch, if you will. May Wood, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Norman Reynolds, both sides don't put... I understand that. We're not... I, you're absolutely right. Exactly, Norman. Both sides don't do the same thing. I agree. My two brothers, Norman Reynolds and Roberto Lewis, we are in agreement, brothers. We are in agreement. But again, somebody have to approach the other side. And like I said, I volunteer. I'll do it. Uh, Breach says, I do think both sides play some of the same games, just not as ruthless. Uh, Michael says, Republicans have been playing that red canard of socialism since the 1950s when they challenged Social Security and Medicare. Can you see this? Yes. But let me tell you something that is interesting. Because I work with, uh, with several groups with millennials. I work with... Um, Indivisible uh, Houston, Indivisible, the network itself. And I tell you, there's one interesting thing about millennials. The word socialism doesn't scare millennials because they understand that we've been in that system for a long time. It's just that 
uh, the way socialism has worked in this country for a very long time, it has really advantaged the corporations because they've been taking our money and many other things, right? Socialized. We talk about socialized. We don't want socialized medicine, right? But let me give you an interesting about Medicare, uh, Medicare, uh, not the regular Medicare. What is the other Medicare? Uh, Medicare Advantage. Let me tell you a secret. We don't want socialism. We don't want socialism. So we don't want the government to be a single payer. We want to have all these private companies that have to pay the executives all this money. Let's talk about, Medic, uh, let's talk about Medicare Advantage. Here's a kicker that a lot of people don't know. Medicare Advantage, is look, it looks pretty. Medicare is a single-payer system run completely by the government. All the money is paid out of the, the, the Medicare taxes, etc. Then you have Medicare Advantage. They come out of the same pot. But here's the kicker, people. Medicare Advantage is run by private companies, right? You have this insurance company here, that insurance company, and all these different insurance companies that are making a profit. So how do they do it still having all these executives to pay and, and, and all these other things? Guess how they do it? The government gives them, I think it's 20% more than they give regular Medicare. So to give you that little membership to that uh, club, to give you that little membership to that exercise thing that, that is a perk when you get Medicare Advantage, we all, the taxpayer, pay for that so that we can give some of that profit that they make onto the, the president of the company, onto the shareholders, onto all of that. So Medicare Advantage a lot of times look good for that 70-year-old person who says, okay, I am going to choose Medicare Advantage. For the people who are paying Medicare taxes, it costs them more than Medicare regular Medicare costs. And guess what? Medicare Advantage is another plantation, right? Because you join Medicare Advantage and they tell you what doctor you can go to, what medicines you can do. Medicare, Medicare has all these features and says, go where the hell you want to go. Single payer. So these are things that most Americans don't know. They don't know this. And why don't they know it? Because I don't have enough coverage out there. Because TYT does not have enough coverage out there. Because all these independents that are given the message that you won't see on TV too often because, you know, if you go ahead and advertise that Medicare Advantage is really a fraud, you're not going to get all those Medicare Advantage commercials on ABC, CBS, NBC, and all these things, right? It's a racket, and those are the things, if we start, Michael Rudden, going back to your initial message, we have to do this on the grassroots, educate people, and let them know these things. And when we do that, then we can start making things better. We're not going to be successful at all, but we have to build our posse. We have to build our posse. That is how we do it. All right, Bridge MCP says, where is that fat lady that is supposed to sing? It ain't over till it's over. Yeah, I know. They need to hurry and get this stuff going. It seems like Brother Biden is saying something on TV right now. And because of FCC regulations and all that good stuff, sorry, guys, I cannot quite bring that for you. So what I'm going to do is tape it. And I have one from Biden for you already to play for you today. Uh, let's see. 
Almost every regular that pops up favors. Uh, that's a joke. Okay, Berto, a lot of people mistake me for someone younger. Not sure why, but it's not a bad thing. Hell, it's not a bad thing, Michael Rudnan. It's a good thing. Michael Rudnan said, replying to Norman Reynolds, kids in cages started under Obama, but it was an exception to the rule. Family separate. And also, yes, it was the exception, and they weren't billed specifically or used specifically for that either. Okay, by Georgia, expensive. I'm talking about cost of advertising for the Senate runoffs. Yeah. But by the way, does anybody know if uh, that guy fell under 50% to require two runoffs instead of one runoff? I haven't checked those lately. Talking about payroll taxes. A part of payroll taxes is uh, Social Security as well as Medicare. I think it's 2 point something percent for Medicare and 7 point something percent for unemployed person while it is 15 about 15 percent uh 14 point something percent for the self-employed person okay joseph williams welcome aboard i think i i i, I think i introduced nanette birdspin earlier uh joseph williams do you really think there was uh, that much of a turnover i've always considered it a lolita rope a dope to pacify the left i would believe it um joseph williams you have a very important point there i don't want to talk about it right now uh, but you have a very important point that you made there. Let's talk about it a little later. Choco Sugar, Joe Biden tied in George. Oh, so they brought in the more the, uh, the other votes. I don't see it tied yet. At least CNN is not showing it tied yet, Nanette. I mean, uh, Choco Sugar. Uh, maybe you got some more news that I have. Okay, Avancu says Georgia and Nevada are 12,000 votes apart. Coming down to the wire. Yeah, look, uh, Nevada is likely going to be carried by by Biden. And if he wins Georgia, it's over, right? Because Georgia and uh, and uh, Nevada takes him over 270. So that's a possibility. Avan Q says, Trump leads North Carolina by 80,000 votes and Pennsylvania by 120. Vote those states are in play. Yeah, actually, Pennsylvania should be dropping like a rocket in the next few hours. America served Trump his eviction papers. I'm going to play something that uh, Van Jones and uh, and uh, Rick Santorum had to say. FAQ, if Biden wins any one of those four states, he gets 270. Win. Rose says, how do we get a review and change of border policies to make sure the children are getting the best possible treatment regardless of how they got there? Activism. If you take a look at what guys like Daniel Cohen in at... Uh, at in the president of Indivisible Houston and his posse. If you take a look at what now installed drug uh, 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 Cornelio, uh, uh, Natalia Cornelio and others, they've, been, they've done a whole lot of work right here in Harris County. Great, great patriots. Great patriots. BG, Tank 28, welcome aboard. BG, welcome aboard. When you're trusted, when you're, you list trusted sources for news and information is restricted to the option part, Fox News, Trump, and QAnon, you're in a bubble. You, you're right. But, you know, how do you get to them, uh, BG? You have to bust the bubble and, tr- and bring them out of the bubble. Sometimes kicking and screaming. But, man, let me, t- let me tell you what I've found in talking to a whole lot of these people. I remember... And I won't give the name of the person because they come to this, they, they watch this show as well. And I am only saying it, and you don't have to feel anything when, I, when I'm done, my brother. When I was done convincing this person, talking to them over, and it took weeks, took weeks. When that person got convinced that, oh my God, Fox News, Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, these guys are such full of crap. I see the light. I see it now. And it wasn't my doing. It was his doing. It was him dropping the walls. I helped drop the walls. 
And then he came to the realization himself. That's the only time it can be effective when the realization comes directly from that person's own being. And that's what happened. He changed. And you know what? He became one of the most damn radical left-wingers from being a right-winger. And it's like, oh my God. Come on, dude. Take it easy. I got you. But we can't do it like that. Take it easy. We got to do it in a certain, you know, cool way. So uh, you can bust the bubble, pull them out screaming, and sometimes be successful. Maywood says, I'm very happy about the large turnout, but I'm deeply disappointed in much of the country. I was hoping for a massive repudiation and trumplicans. There is an article that somebody wrote, a guy named John Pavlich. Uh, let me put it on the screen right now, because what you just said, Maywood, is a very important statement. And I was going to talk about that. You, you see, you guys are so damn good. It's almost like you got into my head and then I decided to put the show together after you guys telepathically got into my head. Come on, Maywood. Is that what you did? But anyway, um, today, Charlie Lindahl, a good friend of mine here, another activist here in Houston, he sent me this article from, uh, uh, from John Pavlo- uh, Pavlovich, okay? I'm going to try to get John on the show. I interviewed him once before. I don't know if he's running from me or what. I don't know if, he, if we are a little bit too left. You know, he's a, he's a pastor. And I've had him on before. And I would love to have him on again to discuss this particular article. We were wrong about America. And you know what I better do? Let me just put his website in there so you guys can see it. I was going to read this parts of this article to everybody. But that is his website right there. Check it out. That article, he hit the nail on the head. John Pavlovich, I love the guy. I Every now and then I'll put out one of his videos or something like that because he, he does some very good videos, etc., etc., etc. So check that article out. But he says, the delayed results of the presidential election will be revealed soon, but in many ways those results will be secondary to what we already know. We were wrong about America. We were wrong about America. And then he goes ahead and details it all the way down. So I'm not going to read it on you because you guys are you guys can go ahead and read it. I put it all in the um, links already. So, But anyway, we are near the half. So I'm going to continue answering those questions. But beforehand, since we're at the half, you know what I got to do. Give me two minutes of your time to go ahead and do my promo. You see that book on the screen, folks? That book on the screen is called It's Worth It. And if you've been here from the beginning of the program, you know that Egberto believes that it's worth engaging with everybody. I'm no better, no worse than anybody. And I am willing to humble myself to anybody if, it, if ultimately we are going to get the job done. Uh, so I wrote this book, and this is, a part, this, is a part of, this is a part of my being. It's worth it, how to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. And you can pick up that book. Right here, and I just put it in, put the link into the both Facebook and Twitter and Twitch and YouTube. So please consider, would be my honor if you got the book, read the book, talk about the book, review the book, send me some info about the book. I'll talk to you about it, whatever you want to do. But you can get that book at the link I just gave you, or you can just get it direct. If you want a signed copy, you can go ahead and get it at my store, politicsunright.com. Slash store and I normally uh, normally when I send the book to you I include my bumper sticker and all that good stuff. If you buy it directly f- from store, I sign it and I include a bumper sticker, all that good. Whatever I have, you know, little triplets, I go ahead and I put 
in, in the thing as well. So if you're on YouTube, uh, please also consider joining our Posse, the YouTube uh YouTube group. So just click on that join button. Please, we need we need thousands. If we if we need first of all, I need help. 16 hours a day is killing me. I need help cutting videos. I need help writing and, and making sure my blogs are okay. All these other things take a lot of time. But it's my passion for doing what needs to be done. If we really want, you know, we always sit back and say, somebody somebody should do something about what's going on. Well, there are a lot of people doing something about what's going on. You are doing something about what's going on by being here and also sharing this stuff. A lot of people doing, everybody's, they're doing things in their own way to be a part of, uh, uh, yeah, Tank, you can be a writer anytime. Just make sure it's grammatically correct and we'll, we'll help you out as long as also that you're telling truth. Nothing from QAnon. Anyhow, yeah, so folks, you know, so we need your assistance. So go ahead and consider either giving us a super chat or by killing that dollar sign there or going ahead and clicking on that join button to become a member of our YouTube posse. Now, uh, if for those of you that are not on YouTube right now, you can still join our YouTube posse by going to politicsdoneright.com. It is politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. I just added that to the thing. Politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube gets you into a membership on our posse. Uh, you can also help the program by going ahead and supporting us at our Patreon. We need more Patreons. That is politicsunright.com slash Patreon, politicsunright.com slash Patreon. If you could become a patron, we'd love that. If you can, please do. So if you can, please uh, join our posse on YouTube. If you can, please join us via Patreon. As well, please consider joining our PayPal, going politicsunright.com slash PayPal, politicsunright.com slash PayPal. There are a lot of ways you can help help us get this message out. Help us do the necessary work. Okay. I told you two minutes. I think I beat the two minutes, didn't I? I hope I beat the two minutes because I don't want to just run all that time doing that. Okay. Let me, let me continue with a couple more messages in the queue. Then I'm going to play the videos and then we'll come back to the queue. Uh, let me see where I was I in the queue. I kind of lost myself in the queue. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Any person believes the elections, okay. Any person who believes the elections are not secure has no evidence. Bruce Pollard said they will believe it. Uh, I want to see if I missed any big ones down above. I mean, up above. Let's see. Bruce says by Georgia Expense. Okay, now I, I think I'm back into the queue. Okay. Social democracy is a capitalist economic system with support for those who need it in order to keep from going hungry, stay healthy, and able to pursue happiness. You are right, uh, BG, but I don't like to call it capitalist because I associate capitalism with slavery. Uh, capitalism, it, it, part of it is corporations that are split into a whole bunch of pieces that then sold to other people who make money on your back for sitting down at their pool doing nothing. That's capitalism, and it exists. I'm not trying to get rid of it. I'm just trying to have a parallel system next to it called free enterprise along with social, great social services. That's what I want. And the, the little capitalist portion that sells off companies, buy and sell, you know, that can stay in its, own, it's in its own lane. But I am not a capitalist, but I am not trying to get rid of capitalism as a piece of our entire economic system. I want them, they can all coexist. And I, I, I brought in an economist a few times, uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember his name right now, who talk about 
living side by side, we have capitalism, we have collectives, and we have, of course, a strong social safety net. They can all coexist. And those who really want that capitalist structure can live within it under the regulations of the entire government as we, the people, tell them they can. And, the other, and if capitalism is all that good, there are some people who would gravitate towards it. Our contention is when people see a true free enterprise system with a strong social safety net, they will say, you know, why the hell do I want to work so that somebody can be making money while they're sitting at their pool doing nothing? You know? I mean, why would a 45-year-old able-bodied person have so much capital not really earned by them but on the backs of others just sit at the pool, right? But that's another thing to discuss at another time. Okay, uh, let's see what else is here. What else is here? Uh, let me scroll down a bit. Uh, I'll be good with social democracy. That's very good. Nanette Bird said, ah, but Medicare Advantage is great. No premiums. I go to any doctor I choose. Yes, I still pay my part a premium. I know, Nanette. I understand that. But it's, it's that false sense of security. Your generation is going to do great with Medicare Advantage. When Medicare, when Medicare, right now I think Medicare Advantage is at 20, 33% or something like that. Medicare is the other and 33% of people do the Medicare Advantage, right? When the private companies make it so good that most people are on Medicare Advantage, it would have cemented itself as a permanency. And then the private sector then has control. And all those great things that you think form part of Medicare Advantage suddenly go away. But that's for another subject. Maybe you're, you're going to force me to go into a Medicare, uh, Medicare story and all that good stuff. So that's for another time. But thank you for actually saying that because what I'd like to do is talk to you. Maybe we, maybe we should have an interview with you or something, Nanette, uh, where you are the protagonist on Politics Done Right. And then we can go ahead and say, oh, tell me about what I don't know about Medicare Advantage. And we go from there. Maywood says, instead, we have a very close race and support for authoritarianism and neoliberalism and neocons. Ay, 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 ay. Robert Lewis, Roberto says, totally correct in your statement, Egberto. Muchísimas gracias, hermano mío. Uh, BG, you shut up talking about Sidney Powell or Ru <laughs> I am not going to get into that. Come on. By the way, we don't tell our brothers and sisters to just shut up. It has to be bad for you to have to tell them to shut up, brother. Okay. Uh, Biden is just saying, wait for the count. Wait for the count. Yeah, you got to wait for the count. You got to wait for the count. We don't have a choice. Uh, Nanette Bird-Smith, 12.9% total payroll taxes, and then you have the Medicare taxes on top of that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Debra M. Fezzarid, welcome aboard. AP reports differ from CNN ABC. Uh, yeah, th what happens is that they called, they called Arizona. Nobody else called Arizona but AP and one other institution. I don't remember. And I had told Marcus Molitzas in a tweet that he wrote. He said, oh, we called a AP called Arizona too early. And I said, nah, I think he's going to win it. But after I realized that there was, over, there was about a half a million votes outstanding, and uh, even though they were from Clark County, a lot of the timing that they came in kind of leaned, leaned uh, <laughs> Trump. Which is, turning, which is panning out right now. So, I mean, uh, it'll be tight in Arizona, but we don't need Arizona if we win, uh, if we win Nevada. And uh, if we win Nevada and Georgia, we win. If we win Pennsylvania alone, we win. So that is what it's all about. Uh, let's see. A yeah, it was AP and Fox who called Arizona. AP and Fa Fox who called Arizona for Biden. Okay, AVQ says, Arizona Biden is up 70 
votes and the remainder are urban male absentee ballots, meaning Biden's lead will grow. We hope what they said happened, what some of the Republicans are saying is that a lot of these were same-day drop box mail-in votes. People didn't put it in the mail, they put it in a drop box. So we'll all, again, waiting for the count will tell us all. Pamela Mattox, welcome aboard. Hello from Kentucky. Guys, why didn't you give me that Air Force... Air Force pilot. I wanted her. What's her name again? I forgot her name. You should have you should have gotten rid of the purple man. Oh God. But hey, we're still with him. Okay, VQ Family Kentucky, Mitch McConnell. Yes. Esra Mohawk. Hi Tank. I see you're still hanging around onto the dream. No, look, he's a look, brother Tank 28 is my my right wing friend who is more troll than anything else. He's trying to pull your leg. He's having fun. And I don't mind. Have some fun if you want to. What the heck? Uh, Pamela Matax, this is a democracy looks like. Count every vote. Exactamente, Pamela. Uh, let's see, Vicky, you can say I'm a bit upset with Kentucky right now. We're all upset with Kentucky. Not with the Kentucky people, but with Kentucky, those who voted the wrong way. Blame the DNC for what happened in Kentucky. Pamela, I don't know if it's just a DNC. I think we have to change the people. We have to spend more in changing the people. But you know what? Hold on a second. I take that back. I think you're right. Because you have a Democratic governor. And that means a Democrat can win statewide just like a, uh, a senator should be able to win statewide. In So I take that back. You're right, Pamela. Okay, Norman Reynolds. Interesting is that the suburbs and citizens voted for Biden. The problem I propose is that conversation in rural counties that is missing and logistically difficult to deal with. Magical, magical, Norman. That is exactly right. Because that is so spread out, the average activist does not have the income to go out there and talk to these people, meet with these people, engage with these people. So all they have is a messaging elsewhere. And others are great at getting the message. You know, I talk about... I said I was going to get me a, 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 a GoFundMe, right? And this GoFundMe, I was going to get a Politics Done Right van. And in this Politics Done Right, put Politics Done Right van and, and, and invite everybody, right wing, left wing, anarchists, everybody, come talk to us and drive around the country, you know? Uh, that is on my agenda. After the, after the coronavirus is done, I'm going to... I'll probably put up a GoFundMe and say, hey, let's go get a van and let's invest in a little thing that goes out there and let's try to get some media attention doing something like that. And I'll go into all of you guys that listen to the program. You guys come out. You know, I'll drive into your city, pick you up, and together we'll go over and do a couple hundred miles and then drop you off there. You head back to where you go, pick up somebody else. You know, I'm thinking about doing things like that, not just sitting behind here, but being, you know, having all the antennas and stuff on the truck so that we can do a lot of this stuff live. That is the kind of stuff that I've been thinking about. Okay, Bridge MCP says he said the fact that it was even close, the fact that even more people voted for him a second time, the fact that a higher number of white women inexplicably affirmed him, it is all confirmation that whether we remove the very visible unsightly symptom or not, the pervasive disease is still horribly affecting us. I think that is from his article, right? Uh, I think that's where that came from. Okay, man, I got videos to show, and you guys have such great... Great stuff here. I don't even want to show the stuff because you guys are great with, with, the, with the interaction that we're having here. Pamela Mattox says, yes, AVQ Booker is uh, who the DNC should, uh, should have worked for. I knew McGrath would not beat Mitch. Okay, we don't know McGrath. You do. So we just have to take your word. Pamela Mattox says, I heard the Dems are wanting to replace Pelosi with Jeffries. 
bad choice, need to protest that. I cannot see what Jeffries would bring over. You see, Jeffries himself, to me, I don't know him, I don't know much about him, but I follow when he goes and do interviews. He seems like a typical guy, a typical guy, uh, neoliberal type, right? If we are to get somebody, first of all, I want a woman to run Congress. First of all, first of all, I want a woman to run, if it's not going to be Nancy Pelosi, let's get a woman to run the crime. People say, oh, are you being sexist or are you trying? No, here's the reason why. I have found in these times that testosterone may be a problem. Okay? And personally, I've learned to control my testosterone. You know, I have a whole bunch, but I've learned to control it. Mind over testosterone. But many men have not. And I think if you go around the world and you see the successes around the world and how they handle the coronavirus and how they handle other things, I think you will see that women are damn good, better in the way they relate to solving these problems. And I think if we are going to talk about environment and all these things, Let's get the right woman as the person running Congress. Right now, I am not ready to just unleash uh, Pelosi for the sake of unleashing. Pelosi is a neoliberal. Pelosi is all of that, but Pelosi is effective. She knows how to govern. And I want somebody under her wings that knows how to govern. Because she knows how to make a lot of these men look pretty damn small. Okay, pretty. So that is my opinion. I would love to hear yours. Uh, Pamela Matics, I really like McGrath. Let's see. Uh, YouTube, what do you think about socialization automation? Maywood says that's a, com that's a private communication. Let's see. Welcome aboard, Brian Miner, United Health Dual. Uh, what, what are you saying about United Health Dual? I'm not sure, but let, I know you'll let us know. Esra Morris says, exactly, we have different systems for different issues, whether work best for each, Social Security and Medicare are socialistic and coexist with free enterprise. It's not an... Brother, easy, Mohawk, you're right. All right, Maywood says, uh, well, maybe that's a conversation. Biden, wait for the count, is basically valuing democracy, every vote count. All right, let's see. Hey, let's see, let's see what else I've missed in here that needs to be said. If I miss your thing, you can just put it in again. Jeffrey's neoliberal right of Nancy Pelosi. I, I, I would tend to agree with you, Pamela. And let's see, Deborah Fazi Reed says, thank you. Oh, no, that's a conversation. Maywood, uh, let's see. The DNC keeps going with neoliberal. That's what they are, though, because they are the guardians of the left flank. Have you, have you listened to what I spoke about when I talk about the left rail and the right rail? The establishment Democrats are there to protect the, protect the, the establishment from the left, left rail and the, 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 uh, the establishment Republican Party are there to protect the right, the, 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 you know, the establishment from the right. It so happened that they got blown away on the right. So we got a, a severe shift to the right. But all they're doing is protecting the plutocracy. Both sides are. One from the left, one from the right. One does some crazy things. It's not, I'm not talking about some false equivalence here. I'm saying we have a left track and a right track. And the one thing we know with train tracks is they both move in the same direction. Let's remember that. 
I've given some some little talks about that. We'll talk about that another time because I'm running out of time. Deborah, let's see what else is here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Bridge, I'm trying paying for Medicare Advantage when SS is your only source of income. Sykes. <laughs> okay, Choco says, anyone of the super smart, melanated women in Congress for speaker? Hey, I have nothing against that. Get Get a woman speaker. That's all I'm saying. Get a woman to be speaker. I think she'll have better control of Congress. Okay, here we go. Uh, the first thing, I was going to play Biden's speech from yesterday, but I think I'm running low on time, so I'm going to leave that out and say you can find Biden's speech on my YouTube channel, politicsonright.com, or rather, youtube.com slash Egberto Willis. I have the Biden speech up there. Ex, you know, I put it, I have it out. AOC is great. AOC would make a hell of a speaker. AOC is that intelligent that they couldn't even pull something over her. The problem by having AOC as a speaker right now is there's AOC and then there's a caricature of AOC. And the caricature of AOC in the right is very effective and sometimes shut down the communication before you even get in. So if we do AOC, we'd have to do AOC with a whole lot of planning. With a whole, we, we'd have to do it with, with quite a bit of planning, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Here is an interesting thing that I, that I saw. I'm going to play it for you, and then we'll take it on the other side. When Van Jones put uh, the right on notice uh, about the president inciting them to violence, Rick Santorum came to the president's defense and made believe that somehow it's the left that was the one, that, uh, or the left was responsible for violence in the country. You know what? Anderson Cooper did some journalistic, uh, did a journalistic thing here. Check out how he handled it. It was funny, and it really put Rick Santorum in his place. And there's something else happening in our country, and that's what we're afraid of. I, the president is speaking to this other force that seems to be completely off the rails, and they've got lots of people are right now showing up, uh, uh, challenging and intimidating people who are counting votes and everything else. And it is very dangerous for the president to be throwing matches on that pile. With all due respect, if Donald Trump would be, be ahead right now, they boarded up places in New York City not to keep Donald Trump supporters from looting. Okay, let's just let's just be real, Van. But, but about Biden, where the but threat. Biden well, is hold not, on, Biden is not get, stoking get, that, I, and Trump I, is stoking but his. Where 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 is the real threat here? I don't see Republicans. I don't see any 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 people storming around, burning buildings, and, and crashing through. Well, actually, I, I wouldn't say. First of all, how do you know that why they're putting up buildings is because of? I That's assume you're right. Black I Lives know, Well, I mean, really, those caravans of of armed Trump folks driving around in big trucks, blocking traffic—that's not a concern. I, uh, I mean, I don't think you'd find too many in Manhattan, but I could be wrong. Well, actually, I mean, did they they shut off the bridges to Manhattan? Well, this weekend. Uh, I, oh, in I fact, guess, four of them. I guess. Also, I guess that's not with a police that, escort. That that's not what we, uh, at least from our perspective. Right. Yeah, white people don't aren't. Yeah, as a white Republican, you're not scared about like white armed Trump supporters wandering around I'm, cities I'm, that they I'm don't live in. I'm scared of any armed people who are doing things. Okay. That are well, the president doesn't <laughs> seem to be because he likes it when they show but up he's in the Michigan State it, House. Is what no. you know, Van is saying. There is no doubt, is there, that the president is playing to this, that he's lighting a, the house on fire and walking out the back door. Absolutely so. So uh, what, what they did, especially what Anderson Cooper did, was turn it right back on him. 
the people who uh, the FBI is actually looking out as the ones causing violence in this country are the white supremacists on the, on the right. And likewise, look at what those guys are doing on the roads, blocking traffic, blocking buses, and all that kind of stuff. Rick Santone put in his place by both Van Jones and Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have another one. I, I got to play it right away. This one is even better. Check this out. This is, watch uh, this interaction. Every so often, every so often, a Republican gets it right. I want you to listen to Rick Santorum, and then we'll take it on the other side. After you also listen to Van Jones, Van Jones made a prescient observation. Check it out, and then let's take it on the other side. Biden people are very, very confident. Uh, the numbers are moving in his direction right now, and and the, the Trump campaign is... Uh, is not as confident and uh, is is very frustrated that that you know they see that the wave didn't come the wave was predicted it didn't come uh, uh, he I think congratulate him for the campaign and he did because he saved the United States Senate he probably you know pick, help pick help us help the Republicans pick up seats in the in the House of Representatives and now he sees well the House saved we didn't lose the state legislature uh, legislature we did, we we picked up seats in the House. And somehow he's falling short, and you know, that's that's a, that, you know that's a that? tough thing to deal but, with. But you know what? But why is that? It, it's because you have people who are Republicans who went and voted for Republicans to go to the House, for Republicans to go to the state legislature, and voted against Donald Trump. In other words, that he's got to take responsibility for the fact it's not so, just some liberal conspiracy. And all these people on Facebook have to take responsibility for the fact you have Republicans who said we like the tax cuts. We like the judges. We can't stand the crazy-making, irresponsible conduct of the commander-in-chief. And they fired him. And they fired him. We have to really take that into account. Now, uh, let's start about what, start with what Rick Santorum said. Rick Santorum made a very, very good observation. We could possibly have had that blue wave because a lot of people that Donald Trump brought out were people that were working sort of an, on a sort of an, a carnality, right? We hate, we hate, we hate. We have to make sure that those people don't come in and do this to us. We have to make sure and go out there. We are all going to vote. They had a bigger passion to vote than most Democrats, to put it bluntly. Yeah, Democrats don't like Donald Trump, but... I mean, for the, for the very, very casual Democratic voter, they probably still stayed home. But that Republican uh, right-wing Trump-loving voter that, you know, loves Trump but doesn't want to spend the time to vote, he felt it existential that he had to go out there and vote. But in the process, he wasn't that, that voter that normally wouldn't have come out there. He wouldn't have been there. But guess what? Since he's already there, he goes ahead and he votes for every congressperson, every senator, every local person. And then what you see happened in many districts around the country is all the way down the ballot. It got Donald Trump helped the entire Republican Party, even as those who came out to vote on Republican values probably voted their, their particular representative in, but left Donald Trump out. Think about what would have happened if, what would have happened if those people didn't show up because they are just as dispassionate about voting like many other Democrats or, or non-aligned non people as well. So, so what you see, what Van Jones had to say was spot on. 
Republicans came. They fired Trump by not voting for him, given the numbers that they came out in, and still allowed the whole Republican crop to rise. And if you want to understand why many of those senators, why many of those Congress people never left the side, never left the mm of Donald Trump, that is the reason why. Because Donald Trump, while Donald Trump thought that he was the one using people, ultimately it turned out that they just used him. And that's the magic that's, that we see here. A lot of people, they came out, they voted for Biden. I'm talking about the, the Republicans, they were going to do this anyway. Vote for Biden, but make sure that to keep their, their, their uh, representative. We see that in Texas, we see that all over. They keep their representatives, they keep their Senate, all of that they kept. But they got rid of the guy on the top. They weren't going to vote for him. So uh, Trump, so, so what you got was sort of an overperformance in certain areas by Joe Biden. So that's a lot of analysis people don't quite see. And even when Joe, uh, Van Jones said that, Axelrod was like, well, uh, I, I don't know if I agree with that. Axelrod, that is exactly what it is, Axelrod. Don't be going dissing Van Jones about it. I didn't put that part in. Van Jones about it. Anyway, let me continue. Let me tell you, you guys made the show today, man. I, I mean, you guys had so much message in here. Uh, to talk about, I want to thank you guys so kindly, man, because you made it. You made you you got my blood, my blood all with all the stuff that you guys come out. AOC strong like Pelosi, but Pelosi knowledge and experience cannot be beat. That is very true, and that's why I'm talking about. I am not in a hurry to get rid of Pelosi for the sake of getting rid of Pelosi. If we're going to get rid of Pelosi, we want to make sure that that young person that's coming in is going to have. First of all, we want to have. Pelosi, we want her to be sort of understand governing in Congress the way Pelosi understands it. Because there's a lot of trickery. I, I say trickery, but you know what I'm talking about. A lot of things you can do. Uh, the Affordable Care Act would not have gone through without Pelosi's oomph. Pelosi figured out how to separate the Affordable Care Act so that one could be done uh, where it required the Senate. The part that was, that was passed that required the Senate, uh, the six to seven votes was, passed, was, was held together. And then she had the addendum that only required a majority vote. That woman is slick, very good at what she does. Uh, you may not like her politics all the time, but she knows her job. And that's what I tell you about women, period. You know, the, uh, she was unabashed, uh, un, um, you know, baited. Okay, let's see. Uh, Antron Bailey, welcome aboard. Black man as speaker could help the party for long term. Why black man? Why not black woman? You know, I, I, and I, you know, I, I am not the guy in, in South Carolina that uh, that brought Biden over the hump. You know, he was establishment too. Let's see, Choco Sugar, Egberto, we can't make the mistake of thinking Mitch and Lindsay are going to dialogue. We gotta. Uh, you're right. We can't make that mistake, uh, but they are there. And what we have to do is force them to do what we want them to do based on fear of somehow it affecting them materially. If, if something's going to affect them, then they'll act. Deborah M.Z. Reed, I agree uh, up in Pittsburgh, Allegheny County, and I'm so proud it's still blue. You guys did it. You guys are, or you guys are doing it. Mitch and Lindsay from ABQ. Mitch and Lindsay, you can expect nothing but duplicitous obstructionism. Yes, we will get that from them, all right. Unless we start, unless we use our head and try to write laws that, that if they don't go with it, hurts them. You see, and that is a magic. And that's why I think 
Pelosi may, we may need Pelosi to continue. Joseph Williams says, Santorum is outright racist. He came just short of calling Obama the N-word. Actually, he did call him the N-word. He then tried to make claim that he didn't do it. But you know what? I am not, I don't, well, I, I, that's another time. Barack tried working with the Rethugs and Moscow Mitch and it only got him gridlock. It was always going to just get him gridlock. What was Mitch's message? My sole purpose in life is to get rid of Obama, make sure Obama is a one, one-term president or something like that. Rudnan says this, uh, let's see, our infrastructure investment are a tough issue. This would put tens of millions of Americans out of work in, uh, to work in good-paying jobs while making our nation better. Yes, you're right. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Joseph Williams says... Oh, he's replying to Rudnan. Okay, uh, let's continue. Nanette, never understood why people support a president of one party and support legislator of the opposite party. Puts everything in a stalemate. You know, Nanette, I agree. Although I've voted for Republicans locally before, people that I've known who I know are going out there not to do a partisan job, but to do a job. If, if they're going to do that, I don't have a problem doing something like that. Uh, Maywood, yep, exactly what I'll talk about, uh, what I'm talking about, and it helps the economy. That's, I guess, that's a response. Okay, continuing going down. Gosh, you guys were a bastion of messages today. Uh, Michael Renegberto, yeah, doing a comment reader primary focus episode in a nice change of pace. Well, you know, I would do, look, if you guys talk a lot in the chat, you know that's what I will do. It's your show, damn it. It's your show. So if you have a lot of things that require response or want response or want me to talk about it so others can engage on the other networks that we're on, because, you know, the messages come all in together, I will do that. You know that, Michael Rudnan. Joseph Williams, no, that's a response. Choco Sugar Pelosi is a legend, but sometimes she can be too moderate. We want to savage with that gavel. I like the way you say that, Choco Sugar. Okay, look, we're at the end of the program. Uh, please go ahead and uh, consider getting my book, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. Here is the link. I just put the link in there again for all our newcomers that just joined in. If you are on YouTube, please click that Join button. We need your support. We, uh, we beg for your support. We implore for your support. We can't get the liberal message out without you so please and if you're not if you are on some other channel just go to politicsdoneright.com slash youtube politicsdoneright.com slash youtube that also gets you to our page to become a member on youtube of course you can provide us support via politicsdoneright.com slash patreon you can provide us support via politicsdoneright.com slash paypal and you can shop at our store, get T-shirts, get cups, get, get face masks, all that good stuff with our logo on it by going to politicsunright.com slash store. If you're on YouTube, our, our com- merchant rack is right there with all those T-shirts and all that good stuff right there on YouTube as well. Look, guys, thank you so kindly for spending this time with me. I know you have options. I respect the options that you have. So that's why I'm honored that you are all here that you are all here. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out!
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.